2: front page of the times (laughs) today It's so touching that you're excited about being on the front pages of the newspaper that you've worked for for 30 years. I am. There's
1: a picture of me, and then there's a picture of a beautiful
2: lady, and it says, the best spring jackets to buy now. Yes, because Wednesday is Fashion Day at the Times.
1: Is that right? So they thought, oh, we'll have a picture of Giles, and a picture of a lady in a spring jacket, and then it'll fly off the (laughs) newsstand. Have you got that fantastic paper? My school days were grim. Let the girls in, he cries. Um, Because yesterday, you were writing a piece for a rival newspaper about the letting in of girls at 700 year old Westminster school Uh, and then they called me and I was on a train and they wanted me to do it and it was literally I said no I can't do it and then I thought oh fuck it I can
2: yes so Westminster which is the school that we both went to although many hundreds of years apart Mm -hmm. Um, early in
1: its 700 year history
2: has decided at the moment they let girls in at at, um, the top two years and now they're going to let them in from seven they're going to have the same entry points as boys so it's going to become
1: a mixed school
2: and And it's going to become mixed all the way up yeah
1: we don't give a shit do we i mean we we would not be talking about this but it's in all the papers and on all the tv everywhere
2: why is it a new story yeah it's a good question actually i mean i think single sex education is something that's been talked about a lot recently because there is the central argument of is it a good idea or is it, you know why do we why why was it ever done and is it still a good idea i mean my the, i thought the received wisdom is that co-education benefits boys and single sex education benefits girls i've heard
1: it the other way around too and it's all about what's benefit and what's not benefit why do yeah. they do it because society used to be segregated, you know, it, things used to be segregated. Monks went to monasteries and women went to nun, nun. Well, they didn't really, many, did they? But, you know, things were segregated. Also, education
2: is a difficult one, isn't it? Because for a long time, girls didn't go to school at all. So the, a school was necessarily just for boys because girls did something else. So it feels like it's sort of a hangover from that. My only worry about uh, co-education is that... I think that there is a bit of a problem with boys at the moment. I think that boys are quite often told that they are basically everything that's wrong with society.
1: You tell me that like seven times a day. I
2: don't. When have I, when have I ever said that? That was a joke. But it wasn't funny see. at all. <laughs> and it's a completely non-representative of w- whatever I would trying to I would make say.
1: you laugh. Didn't you see the story today which says you can tell how recently people have fallen in love from their laugh?
2: Can you? Yeah. What sort of manic, drunken laughter? Do you,
1: you not see that story? I never. No, but
2: we'll, we'll I didn't. come back to it
1: because I want to talk about it. But do you want to? keep, <clears throat> We'll keep on with the. Uh... Well, no.
2: I'm being serious and boring. But what I want, to, what I want to say is, I think there's a bit of a problem with boys at the moment. I think that they, the boys are made to feel like they are shit and inferior because of all of their masculine qualities, right? So boys are told that they are immature and violent and um, pedantic. And silly, if you tell boys that they are shit because of their masculine qualities, they will not grow up to be nice boys, they will grow up hating women
1: well, because it's interesting, and we'll come because come that's a, a version of a thing that I write sometimes about men that I'm so fed up with the phrase "man flu and mansplain and manspread, and you attach man to anything and immediately make it shit, yeah, and these things that I don't think exist i don't I don't know whether I'm manspread, but I don't. Do I mansplain? Who knows? But I just certainly don't get man flu. I'm perfectly good about getting ill and not getting ill. And these mm-hmm. idea that these cliches have flipped around as a kind of extreme flip of feminism, you know, mm-hmm. from chauvinism to an extreme feminism where men have to own their shitness and where these gimpy little, this is what a feminist but the looks problem like t is, but The
2: problem you have with that, right, is that even though there may be, you know, that manspreading does ex- exist, mansplaining does exist, like all of those things that do totally exist. But the fact is that if you want to change that and if you want to, if you want to create basically kind good-hearted men telling them that they are crap is is not and is that what's happening
1: to boys in schools do you think i
2: my experience with my son who is quite a standard masculine boy is that when he was in a mixed school he was told that he was shit and immature because he was a boy And because he was a boy, he was shit. And the future is female. And and, I'm like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, I believe in that. I believe in feminism. I also believe that's not how you treat boys.
1: So you think this sort of toxic masculinity thing is, Sam's a bit obsessed with it, isn't he? toxic masculinity he's not interested in Andrew Tate he no. doesn't he doesn't admire Andrew Tate but no, he knows, Andrew but Tate, he, he Tate, knows so, who yeah. he is and talks about him and doesn't understand and they're making yeah. this big thing like boys are going to him do you think boys are going school because it's meant to be school boys there's a story in the paper yeah, yeah. this week it's
2: 12 but, 13 14 and right then, then
1: this week it's the thing about is the responsibility of schools to keep them off Andrew Tate are the school are the boys going towards Andrew Tate because they're at mixed schools where they're being told they're not as good as girls
2: I, I don't I, I come on I, I don't, controversy um, Controversy. I don't. I, look, yes, I don't, she like, said. I, I, that's exactly what I'm saying. I don't know, but I, but I, I tell you, if I was told that I was shit all the time because of because of my feminine qualities, I would. I would grow up hating men quite a lot. I don't know the right way to do it, but I know that the wrong way to solve toxic masculinity, which exists, right? I'm not denying it, it exists. Some men are fucking monsters and and very sexist and they hate women and I totally, that's fine. But what do you do about it? Well, you don't don't cure it by just saying, you're rubbish, you're shit, you're awful, men are terrible. That's not what you do, particularly not to nine-year-old boys, no. So uh, but I don't I don't know what the right way is but I do wonder if maybe celebrating the good things about boys and maybe trying to ignore the bad things about them? I don't know. That's what you're supposed to do with your children.
1: I, I, the thing that I wrote in the Times, what was your take in the Telegraph about on this story?
2: No, I, the, the, the Telegraph just wanted me to write a whimsical piece about my two years at Westminster, which I fucking loved. And I and I thought the boys were good-natured, generous, sweet boys. Well, you the, came
1: in in the sixth one. You came in with... Yeah. Because I wrote, my school days were grisly and it was buggery and it was blanking on the biscuit and it was... Uh, it was cold showers, and it was runs, and it was uh, and it was tiny dormitories with not enough beds, and it was terrible food. In that way, that English public school boarding school survivors, as I think we can now call ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> again, Neil, you just clip that laugh and do a little laugh selection later when we're discovering how much my wife loves me. The story <laughs> that will come to.
2: In Iceland, they they schools <laughs> what.
1: Iceland. Well, I, well, they Iceland. have schools. Yes, they you do. Mean, they teach you to cut a hole in the they ice and ice fish schools. through it. And it then... <laughs>
2: it's called Pingvelir school. Um, Is it? No.
1: Oh, sorry.
2: But I've been to Iceland, so I know how they talk oh, in Pingvelir. Iceland. Pingvellir. Pingvelir. Pingvelir. ever dotir Magnusson. So they, uh, in Iceland, they, ha- they have uh, mixed schools. Segregated, segregated lessons. Everyone goes to the same school, but the boys and the girls have have separate. Really? Lessons, so yes.
1: And then you sort of you have forty minute cooling off period, and then you just dive on each other at break time. Yes, again and yes. And they go off to physics at bollocks.
2: Yes. Well, I said sl- that's I sl- true. I- it is true, and that Iceland does have a kind of culture of that. Every Friday night in uh, Reykjavik Square... What?
1: I'm just doing my... What you're about to say it doesn't sound like it's going to be true face. Okay,
2: I won't say it. No, tell me what they do on a Friday night. On a Friday night in Iceland. They go... Everyone goes to Reykjavik Square, and, and, the, and the boys and the girls come in some separate gangs, and everyone gets incredibly drunk. Well, that's how they used to do it in 1996, but I don't know what they do now. It's probably a bit more progressive now.
1: Um, the thing that's most sexist about Iceland, or the... Is, is that in Iceland... They have this famous piss on the shark dish, you know, They, they you bury a shark out the back in the snow right. and for the next seven years you piss on it until it's properly fermented and then you eat it. And like, it's apparently nicer than you'd think, which is, <laughs> well, a, if someone said it's not as delicious as it sounds, but we eat, I think yeah. it's like, it's going to be a
2: nosebleed. But it's nicer than that When sound. you imagine
1: someone pissing on a shark, mm-hmm. what are you imagining? It's a bloke, isn't it?
2: Uh, yes
1: it's not a woman pissing on a shark Your bum because will get awfully
2: cold you have to Iceland. drop it all
1: down and then squat and wee in front of yeah. whereas you imagine the blokes just drinking vodka and standing out there and weeing onto the mm-hmm. thing and mm-hmm. I just think that's probably quite sexist and do you think feminists in Iceland make a big thing about we should be allowed to piss on the sharks too? Uh,
2: let's move on shall yes. we? Yes <laughs> let's move on to
1: the other thing on the front of the Times which has which you bought today because it's got a picture of me <laughs> in the really scratchy green linen shirt that I never wear that I bought almost just for that shoot and makes me feel ill whenever I look at it mm. and I've got my hand on my pocket in that sort of. Oh, I'm a little teapot pose that they made me do, which I hate. When you fall in love, the world around you may cease to exist, but others can hear it in your laughter. Ignoring the physical signs of attraction, a study has found that we can spot a newly attached couple from sound alone. It takes only a few seconds to distinguish between the pleasant laughter of friends and the more baby like, more submissive laugh of those in a fledgling romance. According to research, rather than me, uh, we should blah blah blah, and they were doing mm-hmm. stuff on Times Radio this morning and talking about laughs, and I thought that was quite sweet, and I was wondering if was... Neil could do some of your laughs, he could put them in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. There was a, there was a, um, there, was so on our street, there was a man, uh, and we know him very well, and and his wife died, and it was very sad, and then about five years later, he got together with a lovely woman who we both love and i saw them walk before we knew they were together i saw them walking down the street together and i could tell that they were dating even though they weren't holding hands or anything because he said something and she just (laughs) she just went "Ha, ha 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 and i was like he's got a new girlfriend amazing but, she, but just the way that she threw her head back and laughed, I just thought, oh, all oh, right, okay.
1: Yeah, she doesn't laugh anymore, this though, does she?
2: <laughs> <laughs> she laughs at my jokes.
1: <laughs> well, making girls laugh, that's the thing. That's meant to be a wooing thing. And everyone says, it's one of my favourite jokes that I've ever made of my own. Which The, the line was always that nothing, nothing women find nothing sexier than a, than a funny man. Like, yeah. uh, why am I still a virgin then? Mm-hmm. And also, if that were true, Woody Allen would not have had to marry his own daughter.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm sorry I can't I've heard that joke too many times yeah, but I can't, I can't t- summon up a laugh I'll
1: make you laugh in a minute with something else and Neil laughed which means he's in love with me so that's <laughs> <a> laugh. <laughs> for there now. you go I told you it wouldn't be long um, I was just thinking so what might be funny about this if I'm looking for a column about so laughter shows that you're newly in love it's a new relationship mm-hmm. what are the other signs for a new relationship okay. you, can, you can tell that they're newly in love because of the way they laugh you can also tell it's a new relationship because
2: um, thinking of
1: listicle here 50 well, of yeah, these well yeah
2: nobody tuts there's no issue over tone of voice. You can speak in whatever tone of voice you like.
1: Yeah, tone of voice is a very good one. Don't like your tone. Nobody
2: farts ever. It's like, it's like literally, you don't fart or go to the loo.
1: Neatly trimmed pubes. I mean, I used to sort of tidy up the garden area in the early days.
2: <laughs> you've always got really carried away. <laughs> But that's because You're trying to even up both sides and it's just gone. Bearing
1: in mind when I began my sexual career, people still had great big 80s bushes. Right? <laughs> but by the way, you came to me fresh at this kind of 90s thing when I was aware that everyone sort of trimmed really hard. Okay. And, and I sort of, then my bush looked a bit weird. So I then, and I, I tried to do it with my beard trimmer and I do it on a sort of number four, which on a face looks quite stubbly on balls that have literally been covered in hair for 30 years. I did it and it looked, Really bad. It looked really you terrible. Look
2: like the last turkey in the shop. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> and then there's also that thing in porn. It's meant to make it look bigger. Once right. you shaved it, and that's really you have nothing. You go look. I've shaved it. It's still the same size. Um, but then, so then, and then I stopped doing it because I sort of got silly, and you, don't, you were never even looking in that direction, let alone going anywhere near it. And then you sort of then you laugh one day at my big hairy bush. And I um, thought, well, hey, it's like it's there's proof because it's been like that for three years without you noticing.
2: You look like that painter, that American painter who did the seventies, who does those watercolor demonstrations. You don't know who that is, by:
1: No, the poet or the poet Allen Ginsberg.
2: Yes, like, be, exactly.
1: Just a, his big nose poking out through a massive. It's like you was
2: hiding in your thighs.
1: Yeah, exactly. So anyway, well, do you think know, there are legs yeah. in this or not? Is there is there a kind of big listicle in? Other
2: the things that you do when you're newly in. Well, sort of pretend to be interested in culture. Sort of new, sort of newly in love couples sort of go to art galleries and stuff That's true. before you both admit that you don't give a f. Good a one, Modigliano.
1: Modigliani, um, Modigliani, whatever. And I don't um, think you pronounce the G.
2: Well, I am a complete philistine, so I don't care. The, the crux of it is that it's all a pretense, right? When you're newly in love, you're just presenting your very best self towards to the, to the other person. And you're not revealing your actual sort of quote-unquote single self to them because mm. it might be unappealing and they might leave. So um it's all about the, the stupid pretenses that you have. You pretend to enjoy cooking. You pretend to enjoy French cinema. You pretend yes. to enjoy all of these things that you... Sex. You, you pretend, <laughs> well, yes, I'm, absolutely. Um, yeah.
1: is, if, the, if the man's wearing sort of wee-stained jogging pants. Yeah. You know, and, and Prism and White trainers, you mm. know that it's, they've been together for a while.
2: Yes, exactly, exactly.
1: Um, yeah, that
2: does have some legs, but, but you can think about the other legs later, and let's move on to a different point.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds
1: So, tell us the story. Okay,
2: so this is about a cruise that lasts for three years. It's first prize,
1: one year cruise.
2: Third prize, <laughs> a three- year cruise. And this autumn, hundreds of passengers will embark on a round the world cruise sailing one hundred and thirty seven thousand miles and lasting three years, all for seventy three thousand pounds two hundred. £73,260.
1: It's quite funny that that story was page three of the times uh, on Tuesday. On Wednesday, the story was about the barges they're going to put illegal immigrants on, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Being trapped on a boat for a long time. And they think it's going to put off the asylum seekers from coming here across the Channel in boats where they the hear they boat. have to live on a massive boat for three years. Yeah. And then now they're saying that's a thing you pay
2: not all that much for. Three years, 73 Well, I and mean, does it include food or not? Probably that's not. That's
1: not including food and that's in a small cabin with no sea view.
2: Passengers will be able to access free medical care on board, and the ship also has a morgue in case passengers die. Okay, but but just
1: a quick morgue point brackets. Oh, is this your thing, the morgue thing?
2: Well, my favourite kind of story is when you get a noro outbreak on a cruise. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: That's where where the fucking Covid started. You can't laugh about that. Here she goes again. I'm not it's only because about you're COVID. newly in love with someone. Isn't it?
2: I'm not i I'm not um No, the thing you know the thing with morgues, they have
1: morgues on all cruise ships yeah. because on any given like week they lose like people, three people a week die on cruises. Well that's because, because it's they're... mostly OAPs. It is. It's old but people. they're appealing to, to di- younger put people. Put them on for three years. They'll all be dead by the time they come back.
2: Yeah, exactly. Could you imagine if they'd
1: moved to that during COVID when they were keeping those people on the cruises and not letting them off because they had COVID? Yeah. Anyway, come. On, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing with the story of the three-year cruise? Well,
2: my! I mean, my, my first thought, and I know that you're not supposed to write your first thought, but I do think it was quite funny, is that your di- three-year diary, September the 6th, 2023... So excited to be embarking <laughs> on this uh, groundbreaking blah 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 blah. September the 12th. Oh my god, I am so bored, you know, like and. The- And you've got three years. Look
1: at the menu. They've got nine choices at each thing two years later. Oh, my God. God. I'll tell you all the days that I had the the vegetarian lasagna.
2: September the 6th, 2026. Everybody is dead. It's just me. I hope. (laughs) hope
1: Well, you would do it. It is funny. And it's like, how would you keep it? Because of the column about it could be as boring as being on it. If you, if it was just like those, there's all, the other options, if you're thinking one stage further, and you're referring yeah. to the notion that you don't write the first idea, what's yeah. the second idea? Throw that away, write the third idea. The second idea for me, from you saying that, would be, it sounds to me a bit like, would get to be like Moby Dick, or or, 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 the, or the, the, the rhyme the ancient mariner. Right. You would, I mean, I, you could do it. I could do it in verse, but it would be is it that what you It want is to an do ancient cruise ship, thing? and it stops one of three <laughs> by thy long grey beard, and then. <laughs>
2: You know what I'm saying? So I've never been on a cruise. I would fucking love to I've go been on, a on a cruise. cruise. No, I know. So you can write about it because you know what being on a cruise is like. Well, I've got no idea what being on a cruise is like. I can only, th- I can only imagine so it is all people fucking compl- fabulous. old people
1: complaining about the food. Is it? I went on a swan Hellenic cruise of the lands of the Bible. Oh, uh, that
2: sounds really good. In the middle. Yeah,
1: we went to, we saw the pyramids and the Jerusalem Brilliant. And, Brilliant. and stuff like that. that. We'll but basically cruise. what happens is everyone was at least 80 and mm. you arrive in these things but, and you go by, by, but a lot of interesting shit is inland. So you, right. have, you then get on a coach for ages. Okay. And because they're all old, they need a wee the whole time. So, what, for example, <laughs> we, when I went to see the Great Pyramids of Giza on the Swan Hellenic cruise in, what, 97, 6 or 7? I went to the Press Freebie really, um, to write about. And we got off, and we got on the boat and we stopped for a wee every half an hour. And, and then the thing ding-dong, like, and hit the... And, and, we finally, and then when we finally got, I could see the pyramids, we stopped for lunch. Right. We got- and everyone had to go for a wee after lunch and we got to the pyramids and literally and I and I, and I was with my girlfriend then Katie and what I wanted to do was just walk around a pyramid but you weren't you took photos and we said there's no they said there's no time to walk around the pyramid because it takes about 20 minutes to walk around a pyramid they're quite big got to go back um, because we've got to get everyone back to the thing because the boat's taking off again at like 6 and we need to have time for a wee stop <laughs> are you fucking kidding look at these desiccated old cra- they've pissed out their very life they cannot it's boiling they're sweating. they can't need to piss again well actually they said uh, and I'm a little older now and I sympathise a little more yeah. especially with the men yeah. but they, we just spent the whole time pissing and so that's basically what would we'll be that's, that was the story of the whole cruise so I could write about that I could write yeah. about you write about cruise I think more fun also write about holidays mm. it's just that thing of holidays are so shit this is coming out in the Easter holidays. You're possibly going away somewhere. Yeah. Wherever you are, it can't be as bad as a three-year cruise. Yeah. I was also thinking about, you know, my famous... What always happens when we go on holiday? What do I always do?
2: You always freak out on the first day. It's
1: our, it's, it is known as Daddy's first day meltdown. Yeah. Wherever we go, however much we've paid, however yeah. much, even if we're, except if we're going back somewhere. So the first day meltdown, but be a, it be on a three-year... Holiday. It was, a sick, it was well, the first as a, six months. The like, yes,
2: as a percentage of the holiday, it yeah. would be quite. As a, long a percentage time. of the holiday,
1: I would spend six months mm-hmm. just saying it was incredibly shit. So there's some small ones and there's a big one we're going to do. I quite liked taming beastly terms. Animal welfare activists want to ban sports terms such as rabbit punch used by boxers and catching a crab when rowers make an error. The campaign group PETA said the phrase has perpetuated violence against animals. Mm.
2: Well, they've got to do something with their time, haven't they? Because they, they have, they've won quite a lot of the animal welfare wars, so they are they're sort of really reaching.
1: They really yeah. are, aren't they? But they,
2: but they have, you know, they are they are yeah. lobbyists, and they have to. Do about things other things to lobby against? Yeah,
1: and I was just thinking about you know, all the other things you would have to change. Like you can't, you couldn't do fishing for compliments. No, absolutely
2: We'd not. Would that have to go? Yeah, exactly. Um, Bear hug.
1: Bear hug, gotta mm-hmm. go. Uh, don't be so catty. Don't be so catty, exactly. Don't rat on a colleague.
2: Yeah, don't rat them out, yeah.
1: Every, I can't think of an animal that hasn't. Horsing around has to stop.
2: Squirreling things away. Squirreling things
1: away. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be a cock. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: yeah, or is that not one?
2: Snake in the grass. Your chicken. Yeah, exactly, your chicken. All right, trout um, pal. Yeah. Right. Uh,
1: I think that animal one, while well, it made us laugh, what would you do a column about? You'd have to change it. you had to make it something else.
2: That's just such a, that's such a long list of... I mean, it's quite funny to keep them covered. There are so many animals. It's quite a funny
1: small item. But the story that I struck me as being was the news of that Ramblers.
2: <gasps> that's my story as well. Oh, go on then. No, no, no. You do it. You do it. I can't believe we, we both picked out the same story for you to do for the, the really good story.
1: Oh, really? Ramblers yeah. race to save 1066 site from £19 yes, million pound holiday park. Yes, pass.
2: that's the one I had The Bluebell down Woods
1: of the Normanhurst estate, writes Will Humphreys, our countryside correspondent. What a nice job. I know, I know. Uh, lie on the historic trail that William the Conqueror took on his path to victory over King Harold at the Battle of Hastings in 1066. Now a band of ramblers are fighting plans by developers to turn the protected woodland in East Sussex into a £90 million holiday park with 211 lodges, 350 parking spaces, a spa, a swimming pool and a restaurant.
2: Now, where were you thinking about going with this story? Because...
1: Well, I wonder if it'd be giving anything away to to, to tell you what book I'm holding in my hand.
2: Uh, the Anglo... Oh, the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle. I went
1: and dug out my Anglo-Saxon Chronicle. Uh, And I thought, why, what were you thinking I would do?
2: Well, there is also an adjacent story um, in the Times on Tuesday in the foreign section. Protests over zip line plan on Sugarloaf Mountain. So this is basically the same story, but in Brazil. Hundreds of protesters in Rio de Janeiro at the weekend demand a stop to plans to build four... 2,500 foot zip lines to Sugarloaf Mountain, which is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So we just have with this people power stopping terrible things being done to because that's an a- AONB, right? So I, so my my knee jerk reaction was that you do proper satire. What is wrong with these people? What we really need on these boring places is holiday parks and zip lines. They're being so dull. What could be nicer? on this protected bl- bluebells, ha! ha! Seen one, seen them all, you know. You know it's, I mean?
1: So yes, I mean, it's, it rather, it'd be very sarcastic. It's one of those columns where I'm recommending it, absolutely, I am yeah. saying the thing which is not.
2: Exactly, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. But these people are... Uh, and
2: what, what was your sort of initial thought of what to do with it? You wanted to do... No, not, no so
1: I have cracked out my copy of the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find yours, strangely.
2: I've committed it to memory.
1: Ah, oh, I see. Well, then you will know what it says what the, about the entry for 1066. Some
2: people learn the Quran. I learn the ASC.
1: Of course, with their, I, I probably won't try and do it in old English. But 1066. The, there were not, you know. There's the Parker Chronicle and the Lord Chronicle, and they go, they sort of go hand in hand. In this year, 1066. In this year, came William and conquered England. And in this year, Christchurch Christ was burned, and a comet, yes, appeared on the 18th of April. Absolutely. On the children's menu. And chips. <laughs> Chicken goujons,
2: and the daily when, cocktail is a mojito.
1: When Tostig learned that there was a free tennis court, he sailed down the Humber with Harold Hardrada and did play two sets before stopping Virgin and Tonic. Oh,
2: it's very very difficult to know which one you should do.
1: Because he was informed that William the Bastard, so called, because he was always jumping the queue at the buffet, very good. I uh, was about to invade this land to conquer it. Meanwhile, Earl Tostig came into the Humber with sixty ships, and Earl Edwin came with land levies. Now the I, the problem with the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle is it, it, the good thing is it's it, I mean, it's not biblical language so it's not it's, it's parodying it's quite hard because it's quite bland although I think yeah. people can probably see it mm-hmm. and obviously I can use it I can't do it in because was written in Anglo-Saxon and I can't really uh, I can I can throw in some Anglo-Saxon words to make it sound thing but we
2: it, <laughs> Anglo-Saxon words are always to me just sort of fucking shit and bollocks <laughs> aren't they <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah sort of. <laughs> Um, and the people. Um, I, I,
2: I like your idea better.
1: So um, yeah, so I was thinking, it's, it's, it, there, there's a thing, you know, and then they came to Senlac Hill to do some uh, water sports and all that, but yeah. they didn't have it because it was a lake of blood, and they should have guessed that something bad was going to happen at the Senlac. Uh, and then there's things like obviously, oh, and the travel
2: rep has some of the archery's off today. The archery's yeah. off today. Well yeah. done,
1: exactly. You no, Harry. We ever since Harry had the accident, Harold yeah. had the accident with the thing, and then you can. It's like you, no need to do selfies. You can get your own tapestry later. Yeah, yeah. Um, or so- a self tapestry. Street. and
2: something about health and safety as well
1: health and safety and then all the different things that we know about there are enough things about the battle of hastings
2: um, yeah.
1: that we know that you could transmute into uh, into a story about Parks.
2: yeah exactly the horse is all kind of sideways well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everybody you can tell the norm go and, yeah. just ask a norman you can tell a norman because they're sideways with the sort of plate thing over their nose
2: exactly and they've
1: all got horses yes, um,
2: yes. really jolly I think that's really jolly I think mine is a bit bit serious
1: and uh, yours is yours is because it's sarcastic <laughs> It's tricky. The, the 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 only problem with mine is that mine isn't going to be clickbaity. If I do a quite involved pastiche, I will do it as much as like my father as I can, because mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing he would have done, mm-hmm. and it would have been great in Punch in 1982. Uh, but but I on the pages of the Times Op Ed in 2023, mm-hmm. people might just go boring. Your father. Well, did and and
2: and this one, the, the super satire uh, one, you, the headline would be, "Pave over everything." But, but bluebells are boring. Pave over the lot
1: yeah and then there's and then you, yeah, forty percent of times readers would think I meant it. Yeah, and they'd complain and you get I'd get get a thousand comments. Mm-hmm. One or the other, what do I want? Do I want to do a quality piece of comic writing or do I want clicks? You've been listening to Giles Corrin has no idea. with me, Giles Corrin
2: and me, Esther Walker.
1: To find out what I wrote about in the end, pick up a copy of the paper or treat yourselves to a digital subscription. So, that's the end of Season 9. We're off for the Easter break, and Season 10
0: will begin in a couple of weeks.